0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
2: Ah, hello there, dear listener. It's me, Joe. I notice you've tuned in once again to the Guitar Nerds podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. Just remember, we dish out double the content over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Go on, you'll love it. You'll pay your monthly fee and I will literally roll around in your hard-earned cash, probably wearing something provocative. (laughs) Uh, Jay's not going to like this advert at all. Hello and welcome to another episode of... The Guitar Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Joe Brandon. Joined this week by Mark Packham. Hello there, Jay Cross. Oh, hello there, and Matthew Knight. Hello there. Is that how I normally do the? I, I did the intro wrong. I forgot what I was doing. Well, it was good. Okay. I didn't say the world's number one. Oh, so, I'll start podcast. again. That's no, the no. Important. Hello it's all right, it's and done.
0: welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. Yeah. I am your host, Jay Cross. Oh, imagine that.
2: Imagine if you were. How disjointed would this podcast be uh, it, if I was the host? It's disjointed enough with you on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a full team, which the is the world's a lovely number
0: thing. one guitar shop
2: podcast. That is, oh, those were the days. Those were the good old days. Sure. Back when we were sure. the GAC Podcast listeners, if you're if you're new to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, nobody's new. If you've been listening,
0: the five people post- who listened then, listen now, and nobody oh, else. Go ever. back.
2: It's so rubbish. It was so slow, and we were pissed all the time. That's 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 true. I was often yeah. drunk. Yes, mm. we were often drunk. Whereas now we are. We are always sober. The spirit of soberness. Anyway, this week on the Guitar Nodes podcast, we're going to try and get through a chunk of news, and we've got some. We had some cool, fun things in our mailbag this week. Um, but first of all, I, I don't think I had. I think I was bidding on this last week, but I have. Um, I have uh, uh, won a 1977 um, Fender Music Master bass.
1: Yes. Best bases ever.
2: Oh, this is so good. Do You know what I think? I prefer the Music Masters to the um, to the Mustangs. I just like the straight.
1: I like the scratch
2: plate shape. I like the simple little bridge. The bridge on a Mustangs is a bit big and you know unsightly. But you're a bit big and unsightly. Yeah. <laughs> my, Congratulations,
0: my, Joe! You funny. won it.
2: <laughs> so I did. So I won it. So um, I am. Um, I don't think I showed you In a guys. Raffle. Well, yeah. So I don't think I showed you guys the picture of how it was delivered to me. But um, was it by a stork? No, it was. Uh, it was delivered to me. Um, he's looking his via a, via Royal you know Mail. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to show Royal you Royal Mail. Via Royal Mail, and the guitar came in a black plastic bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also, I'll tell you a story. Not in a, minute, in a but... case that was then just just had some some. Uh, like brown paper over over it. But that was the what, I'm no showing padding. the boys I'm showing the boys except for Matt. I love it. But I yeah, love no it. no padding. So the guitar was just the guitar was just in a in a in a bin liner. Well, it literally didn't have any bubble wrap around it or anything. Oh, no, there was, there was like, a, a cautionary layer of yeah. bubble wrap, in fairness. in I fairness, I wonder but... if you got it from the same bloke that I got my of 4000 from, because I... that also came with a sliver of bubble wrap <laughs> wrapped in a bin bag with a bit of brown paper, like, round it, to, oh. so you could attach,
1: like, the something to write the shipping address on. How? See, I, I did the opposite, and I sent a pedal to Latvia the other day, and I wrapped it so well, I only went... This looks like a drugs package, and lo and behold, it got caught in customs for two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: of course, guitar pedals <sighs> are the real drugs. Yeah, so, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's quite a habit. <laughs> Top off the back panel, put your stash in there. Anyway, how much did you pay for your Rick and four thousand? Oh, we've talked about this too no, much. No, no, ha- you know how no, painful no, this is. No, and I know, you're Bringing it up again, I'm just asking how you much know- you paid for it. To, for it to be delivered in that sort of state, it was not a lot of money, right? Okay, it was fine. about 600 pounds. Oh, that's nothing, yeah. Well, this, yeah, again, this was um, this was delivered, uh, this, this was this cost me 400 pounds. So I got 400 pounds, which is pretty good. You get a, like a good condition, uh, 70s music master bass, there they're going for upwards of a thousand pounds. You know, that's for a good condition one. This was not a good condition one. It was, uh, so which, which I knew obviously. I didn't quite know the extent of it. I think when I when I purchased it, but it was a. Uh, it's black uh, with a black plate, and on the listing, the guy had said it's been uh, it's been repainted black at some point, but it had the black scratch plate, and I was like, well, the only Music Master. From the seventies that had a black plate was the black one. All the others had a white plate. Yeah. So I was like, so I don't think this has been repainted. I think this is a is a black one. What he actually meant is someone has taken by the sort of thickness and texture of the brush strokes, what looks like uh, nail varnish to any areas that had obvious where the paint had worn away, and they'd caked that in in some cases poured it because there were like dry drip <laughs> marks <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm laughs> just it. gonna liberally splash this on across here yeah, which is, which is fine and you know the tuners like one of the tuners doesn't really work i mean you can loosen the string you can't really tighten it but right. like, you can so you can you... only down tune yeah
1: and once you've down tuned that's it you can never go up again you
2: can you can, you can get back up if you use both hands um to you know to 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 That's wrench it that is but, often a problem when you don't you know you need to use both hands yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, playing guitar what are you yeah, talking about yeah also I am actually currently on eBay right now bidding on uh, the Squire Vista series music master bases. don't say Joke. you might, you might no, miss out there is one minute and 32 seconds left people so are listening live on the podcast like me <laughs> 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 if you look this item up and bid me out on it. anyway I'm bid I'm, me out on it bid that's, me out that's, that's what was, they say um, well, look, yes how, how are you going to win it I don't know I mean it's I, I think it's unlikely there are a there have been eighteen bids so far, which would suggest that there are a lot of other interested parties. And I'm kind of—it's at two hundred and fifty-five pounds, which is very reasonable for a Vista Squire. They go for like four, four fifty. Yeah. But I did just buy the seventy-seven, so I don't really have the money for ah, this. So I, I two, sort of do. I'm going to put in a bid of two hundred and fifty-six. Well, yeah, there, there are fifty seconds yet, so I imagine one of those uh, those other bidders is is there in the background. This ready, would be great radio. Let's just five. count. It down and see okay. what, the bids, what Would, the bids happen. What the bids happen? What the bids? This is excellent sentence but, structure so far. So should I throw any I've more than hundred? I've come to stand next to Joe You are now in my microphone. Yeah. Two five five. This updates live, right? Yeah. This I is, haven't yeah. used eBay since like two thousand and four, so no, I'm not really no, sure. Exactly. Yes. There's better places now. So yeah. Gumtree. Uh, <laughs> gum is gum fantastic. I do like a bit. Twenty six seconds left, and it's sonical. still on two hundred and fifty five. Do you think
0: I should increase my bid? I think you should. Okay. Four hundred and fifty quid. What should I say? One thousand pounds.
2: Two five nine. Let's say. 259 259 I He's don't done have it, 259, 259 You must bid at least 260 oh, No because... I don't want to do that Someone will outbid me I, I don't really want this it's
0: 10 go go seconds 9 in. 8 Sugar. 7 go to
2: two six. Oh, no. Do it 261 no, no I don't two, have six, any one. money 261 oh, two, I don't, don't want to win this 261 oh, 261 no, no no
0: Oh. it's paused oh, You won this auction
2: Oh I don't have the money for that at all
1: uh, oh that's okay. good that's exactly
2: why you should not um, do. have done it on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> well there oh, you go listen fun. you'll that's be uh, in about a week's time you, um, you'll see a Squire Music Master bass so this is this. you know you know how like in
0: Monopoly when you win something but mm. you can't afford it yeah. uh, and you have to start auctioning it off to people can we do that Joe <laughs> I'll give you a fiver for that <laughs> and then it will have only cost you 250 I mean you think these bases go for I'll give you 150
2: quid for it mm.
1: Joe, you a should have saved your offer. money and bought uh-huh. the Bad Bats Maroo base, which is definitely the best base that Squire have made. What is the Bad
2: Bats Maroo base? It's
1: the Hello Kitty base. Oh yes, the, it, was, with... it
2: was black, wasn't it, with a, a black chicken-like yeah. creature on it.
1: Definitely a better base. There's yeah. one on Reverb right now, 162 pounds. Mm. So you could have just saved yourself 100. Very
2: reasonable. I... How come that? How come the Hello Kitty
0: stuff has gone up in value, but the lesser known? character on the lesser-known instrument has not outrageous really really weird that one (laughs) yeah
2: yeah, well, I did. Um, I actually thought about buying a Bronco base recently and doing like a big sort of, you know, the Squire Broncos. Mod go mode? No, yeah. you suggesting mod mode? I was suggesting a mod mode. We, got an, we got an email about I know, mod mode. We did I did we? A, someone being like, please do mod mode. <laughs> I, like, I love put, it. I'm going to put a filter on the guitar Nerds inbox that just anything that says mod mode goes straight into the. We bin. should.
1: We should definitely do it. We should definitely buy the Squire Hello Kitty strap for three hundred and twenty quid. Definitely not.
2: <laughs> Definitely. I cannot not.
1: believe how expensive that I stuff is be- now.
2: Yeah, they've really shot up I think it's up people in value. like
1: us, unfortunately, who just think it'd be really cool to own a.
2: I think we're going to have to change our color soon,
1: because people keep ripping us off. In, yeah, it's like, not even that.
2: it's not even niche anymore. It's just like the standard color that but everything comes What I like is in. that
1: we were the first ones. Yeah, yeah. We were what would first? be next if we can't do pink?
2: Uh huh. Well, uh, burgundy mist. Serious, a a I
0: thought we were having a serious conversation. No, here. What are you no, talking come. about? Joe,
2: what are you talking do you, about? Are, do you guys genuinely not like No, one burgundy. of the Don't worst colours. Like you. How can you like shell pink and not it's great. like... Shell pink makes a statement, burgundy mist means that you're an old boring old grandma. No, mauve. So
1: do you not like the colour of the dimension C? No what that's not that is not and that's myth. definitely that's also mauve. not you I mean uh, that's the, purple it's
2: mauve it's purple. The, it's mauve the
0: tc third dimension is that what the, the tc
2: third dimension yeah, and then yeah. the pedal that's based on the tc third dimension yeah <laughs> That's, uh, that's what I meant. Get Matty in trouble there. I totally, I totally
1: ignored that. I was like, oh, someone just mentioned something and I just didn't pick up on it. And I was like, oh, Jay's mentioning inferior products.
2: That's why. Uh, uh, well, Classic. there you go. So wonderful. I just want another base, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Add it to the pile. <laughs> uh, we were talking
2: about all the bases I own. I oh, have too many. Yes. It,
1: if we did a video of like a rig rundown of your house, would it be like that video of Yngwie Mountstein where they go to a studio and he's like, oh, this is my collection of like 50 strats and picks one up and just literally like throws it back into the pile. He's like, yeah, scallop this one myself. (laughs) (laughs) I will probably do some weird, because actually I
2: was speaking to Matt. Scallop the fretboard. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Everyone needs to scallop base. It worked for Billy Sheehan. <laughs> anyway, I'll be speaking to Billy Matt Oram from shooting, um, from Fidelity Guitars, and he's going to cut me a new plate and maybe stick a couple of new knobs on the uh, on the Music Master for me as well, which uh, which will be uh, incredibly. He's going to do the routing fun. as well for the extra pickup. That I assume you are going to put in there. Why am I going to put an extra pickup in? Got to have a mud bucker in the neck. Surely God, that is true. I was actually genuinely think about that. Do you know? You know there was a- Matty. Can you get Joe a GK five? <laughs> I've got one. Oh, of I do you have do. one. I just have one, like in a box somewhere. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know why. I think. So
0: did you talk about when you went to that shop the other day on the podcast? Uh, which one? The. the- shopping No, I didn't because I don't want No, wanna- no, no, you don't need to name names or anything, but Mark was saying that he went to a shop and it was just like Had a lot of gear. There was a lot of gear and uh the guy seemed kind of reluctant to sell any of it because uh, yeah, it was uh, all second-hand
2: so, gear. So, let me clear up this. I didn't particularly speak clear to up him. This. Of having heard other people's testimonials about right, it okay. and read uh, so there's a Google review that basically says went in there to buy like Couple of knobs and then we spent two hours looking for them, found them, and then the guy didn't want to sell them to me. That Bas- sort of thing. Basically is that classic
0: basically that's gonna be you, Joe. Right. That's gonna be you in about ten years when you know Emma has left you for someone handsome and successful, plays in like a uh a, a pro a, a pop
2: prog band as opposed to a jazz prog oh, band. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm not in a jazz prog band, I'm what? in a prog rock band.
0: I thought prog-, so different. prog rock is like Rush. Sort of jazz,
2: isn't it? No. It's a no, bit, it's quite like prog jazz. Prog goes in two directions it goes rock or it goes jazz. The jazz is the rubbish one and the rock is the good one. What about like <laughs> prog jazz rock? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one. It's kay. a bit of a. That's pro- that to me. That's what polymath comes off as. Ja- how would you ever, for a second, think there is anything even fractionally jazzy about what I do? Yeah, you've got a bit how of jazz. It, in you. You, you play like is, weird chords. No, that's jazz.
0: There, there is no jazz. You're playing weird timings. That's jazz. That's yeah. not jazz. That's not. That's prog. the music sounds really bad. That's probably <laughs> that's jazz. jazz as I well, mean, yeah, yeah. Like
2: <gasps> what? Wait, what are you upset about? there? you saying that jazz sounds bad? Oh, okay, not me saying that polymath sounds bad. Oh no, that's totally <laughs> fine. I mean, my, the the purpose of my band is to be as pretentious as possible. You know what else does that? What jazz? No. <laughs> jazz jazz is is earthy. It's about proper music. Anyway, Mark, um, you've been uh, you you've been checking out a new pedal brand. I have uh, this, and week. um, you'll have to forgive me, because I might actually pronounce the brand name wrong, but I want to say it's Demi Dash. Demi Dash. D e m e d a s h pedals. Um, they are a company from Canada who are making some cool stuff. I don't even know how I stumbled upon this. I think it was a demo on Instagram, maybe um, of the T one twenty videotape echo, uh, which is a uh, digital delay that is kind of based on the sound that you would get from degre- like uh, the degradation on like a VHS yeah i'd buy it want. for the graphics alone they look amazing look so the the pedal itself looks like a kind of you know when you get a vhs tape in one of those like cardboard sleeves and it has the little triangle bit cut out of the side yeah that's what the pedal looks like yeah, i've only got speed on vhs i don't know what other ones look like. <laughs> they've uh, they've got a kind of uh, what's that pedal digital mind analog heart what's that brand Chase, Chase Bliss. Bliss Chase Bliss they've it's got def- a bit of a Chase Blissy vibe about them definitely going after that um, but yeah this is like yeah it's got that real kind of worn out tape vibe um, I just really liked it I think it's a, as something that's bit different to what Chase Bliss are doing. It seemed like a cool option. The only downside is... Um, what are some prices well, we looking at? Uh, let me just have a look. T120 Videotape Echo. I think the price was about 220 USDs. Okay. Um, which is, you know, it's not ridiculous these days. It's kind of what these high-end pedals cost. But the waiting list uh, is a diff- Is pretty different to uh, other brands in that the wait list is roughly seven to nine months. Um He does does say it could be quicker, um, but yeah, there seems to be a long waiting list at the moment. He's saying, I build pedals in bi-weekly in batches of 10 to 20 units, so if you imagine like he's building 10 to 20, he's basically building about 10 a week, somewhere between 10 and Five and ten a week, sorry, and his wait list is seven to nine months. So seems to be getting through them. They seem to be pretty popular. Mm. Um But yeah, I'm into it. They do some other pedals as well. So they've got the T120 videotape, the 112 plus drive channel, um, which seems like a pretty
1: basic drive. Yeah,
2: it's got it's, it's got a decent spread of controls on it. That
1: drive, right, and it, and bizarrely, it's got an internal voltage boost that takes up to 32 volts. Yeah, why not? Um, so I'm guessing, like, that loads of room.
2: Yeah, you can't touch that with bare hands. Yeah. No. You cannot touch this. Um, And their other pedal is the Retro Harmonic, an optical panning harmonic tremolo. So pretty similar to some other stuff that we've talked about recently and something we're about to talk about Mm. um, in uh, that it's, yeah, it's a a nice harmonic trem by the looks of things. I didn't listen to the demo on this one. I need to. Um, But it's got tons and tons of variations. So you've got like all the different subdivisions. You've got a real kind of in-depth ratio control, uh, like seven different shapes for the trem. Um, and six. sorry, six different shapes for the trim, um, and you can also have a panning or harmonic mode as well. I wonder because by the looks of things, there's there's there are four lights
0: uh, across the bottom of the pedal, and I wonder if that shows you uh-huh. the position of the pan, the tre-
2: yeah, or does it like? bounce across as the trim's kind of going like in yeah and out well kind of yeah thing. that's
0: yeah i mean yeah that's basically what i said but that's fine
2: um <laughs> no i didn't mean like between left and right i meant like the wave shape of the trim rather okay. than the pan.
0: okay um so yeah it looks it looks like <laughs> unbelievable it looks
2: great though it looks really cool it looks uh it looks very cool i'm into that a lot um yeah so anyway i just thought i'd shout that company out because like i said i stumbled across one of their um demos on insta and it looked and sounded very very good indeed. Very
0: cool indeed. Also on the uh, on the retro harmonic, the uh, demi dash logo is in the Sega font, which is really cool.
2: Sega. Sega. I tell you what, there Sega. are
0: there are one, two, three, four, five, six. I count seven different typefaces on that. Yes. Which normally is a big no oh, no yeah. for me. You you are, you, are, you don't, I'm not into don't, multiple like. typeface. Mm. I don't know what the. Plural of typefaces is. No. I assume it's typefaces, type, type faces. <laughs> typefaces. <laughs> <laughs> type okay. Um Yeah, but this looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm into it. it. I'm, very cool indeed. And as we all know, looks it Looks good. It will be half good. Half the taste is in
2: the looks. Mm. I need I need to look listen to the other ones because I was very no, no, impressed. No, no, just, I just need to look at the other ones. <laughs> yeah. I need to listen to the other ones because the T one twenty was very impressive indeed. Mm, very cool. Speaking of looks, Jay Cross, you went to <laughs> Speaking of feces, Jay. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, you you went to you went to see some music this week. I did. I went to a couple of shows this
0: weekend, which uh-huh. was um, fun. Uh, don't often go to more than one. You know why would you? Yeah, all the, at the all, same time, there's loads really of music at home on the internet. Mm. <laughs> but I went to two shows. Make music yourself. Get your pots and pans out. That's right. Uh, bang your wooden spoon on the radiator. Exactly. And yell out your window at your neighbours.
2: Yeah. Or drink half a beer and then you can... Uh...
1: <laughs> well, clearly not. <laughs> Can't even play that. <laughs> uh,
0: that was good. Anyway, so uh, the most important thing I we went to do this weekend was I went to see uh, the band The Scatterlights in Lewis this weekend, uh, who are a um, like original ska band. Right. Uh, they formed in 1964, Ooh, and uh, they were celebrating their 55th anniversary as a band. Blimey! Uh, they only have two original members because <laughs> uh, the rest <laughs> of them are dead. Um, but the uh, and only one of them was on tour with them, and she only did about half the set. Right? Uh, but <laughs> she is like she is in like her mid mid to late 70s, so you know, absolutely. No excuse. No excuse. Okay, sorry, Matt. I'll um I'll see if I can let her know next time. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, but no, they were fantastic. Uh, they so the Scatlights, their like big song is "The Guns of Navarone," which is a song you will know, right? Um, but they they started in '64. Did I say '64 or '65? Sure, they started in '64, and they um originally like were only a band for a really short period of time, and then they split up and they stopped being the Scatlights, and they just spent a lot of time being. Spent maybe the next 10 15 years being backing bands for people. Okay. So, most of the kind of um, rock steady and reggae and ska stuff that came out of Jamaica at the time, they were often the backing band. They were kind of like the Motown band, but for that era. So, like right. they, they played guitar, they played, they were the backing band for like Prince Buster, and for, did it for Bob Marley for a little while when he wasn't doing the Wailers, um, did loads and loads of stuff. And then uh, they got back together in the 70s, I think, and have basically been a band ever since. So, Stratocasters? Uh, telly.
2: Telly. Of course, Telly. telly. Oh, really? Yeah. Is Telly? I don't really know much about ska. Telly. Is it Telly a Scar guitar? Yeah, is definitely. It? I thought a Strat would be a Scar I mean, just guitar. think about the noise, I mean, you know. I guess Bob, so. Bob Marley played a
1: Les Paul. So. Yeah, Bob Marley did play a Les Paul. Really that really is fair.
2: When I think about upstrumming, I think of Stratocasters, that sort of thing. but think it's a funky sort of thing, isn't it?
1: I don't think
0: that's random. I think it's just, I think that's more the difference between like reggae and ska. And I think in general, reggae is on the downstroke and, uh, and ska is on the upstroke. Right. It's on the offbeat. Uh, but yeah, they were, um, they were fantastic. They were really, really good. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit bittersweet because, you know, they were on tour and they, they were like, oh, this song that they were like, this song goes out to. The legend of our band. We wouldn't be here without him. Don Drummond, who is this like famous trombone player. and But he, he died in like... Sorry, I need to there. He, <laughs> he died in 1969. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. that's a long time ago. Um, but yeah, they were fantastic. They were really, really good. And uh, Doreen Schaefer, who is the original singer, was amazing. She was so good. Like, considering she's in yeah her mid-70s yeah. and still touring it was uh yeah it was amazing. It was really really good. Oh, really good. I had a had a really good time. What sort of
2: uh what what sort of amps were the guitarists using? I don't know, I couldn't see. I was no, stood I, at the back. Yeah. Pods. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. What did you say? Pods. Pods. Poddy pods. Line 6 Cl- pods. Classic nineties. Uh, I Rick. think
0: the bass player was using a I think it was a Mark bass. Oh god, um, really? I think so. Why? Uh because they're light and he's old. Ugh. Fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> did but- but um, yeah no they were they were really good but yeah I couldn't really see what they were playing to be honest with you I stood n- I wasn't a big venue there was probably only I don't know 300 people there and or you are quite tall I'm quite tall which is why I stood at the back because I can still considerate. see considerate
2: Right. My favourite thing about this seg- whole segment in the podcast has been just me staring at Joe's attempt to write the word scatterlights in the oh, podcast Yeah, I, I didn't know how to spell, to spell that. S-C-A-T-E L-I-G-H-T-S The skate
0: lights. That's what I'm running with. That's what I'm going no, with. No, it's unsurprisingly the first three letters right. are the word SCAR <laughs> S-K-A It's not S-C-A
2: You idiot. Honestly. And then it's T A uh, and then lights L-I-T-E-S. I need to get Grammarly. Anyway, uh, we should uh, we should have a look at what's in our mailbag this week. Mailbag. So, this week we received something we received a whole bunch of stuff, a massive box of things from Copper Sound Effects, which I was uh, um, which I was very very happy about. Is this a surprise? So this well they hadn't they had emailed me and been like, Hey, we're sending you a load of stuff and I was like, How do you know my address? But no, 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 I gave them my address. But um, they, uh, <laughs> <A bit weird. laughs> uh, but yeah, they sent us a whole box of stuff, including, um, including four gifts, one for each of us, which were the new copper, sense myrrh, <laughs> the <laughs> other one that I can't remember, gold, gold, and another. How did one? you forget gold? it oh, has been a long time. <laughs> it's <been> two thousand nineteen years. <laughs> Anyway, so they sent us—they uh, sent us some gifts, one for each of us, four of them. And, that might uh, be our best ever gag. I'll just hold up. We need to stop. That was not a good gag. That might have been the best thing that we've ever oh, done. Also, no. I like lo- you do this a lot whenever you've told a joke. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Oof. so the first thing in the box was uh, with was a set of four, one for each of us. These uh relic, shell pink, guitar nerds logo. Embossed, um, mini-pedal-sized... Screen-printed. Yes, screen-printed. Embossed implies they were stamped. Yeah, stamped. Fine, fine. Um, (laughs) Mini-pedal-sized flashlights... Um, flashlights, flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so yeah. it's a, so so the idea being so it's it, it's in a mini pedal chassis, um, and and the on off switch is like a little mini toggle, and it has our logo on it, Red X shell pink, really cool. So it's a it's a little light for your pedal board for you know when you've got a setup in the dark, it's really convenient. Something you could even pop a, a bit of velcro on if you've got a little space on your board and have it down there, and just pop it off when you need Sorry, to. What? Just pop it off when you need to, uh, you know, check your settings and stuff. But the it was lovely. It's a new thing that they've added to their website, and I noticed that um, Blake over at Tone Mob got a got a load recently. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, not okay. sure. Some other podcast. Yeah, their website? Are they on MySpace. Probably not. Yeah, probably MySpace. Something okay. like that. Probably, probably have to just write write letters send them off. <laughs> My letters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, like he's in prison? Just mail him. Yeah, why not? Probably is. <laughs> okay. you, you should see him. Probably is. But uh, yeah, so uh, he, he's, he's got some recently made up as well with a tone mob logo on. But they they, they sent us these gorgeous guitar nerds coloured mm-hmm. relict little little And I thought it was a lovely little thing. And oh, I really thought what good. a great little thing that they've added to their website. A really interesting way to sort of make use, use of Use up old. those chassis. And
0: <laughs> yeah. um, when you were a child... Uh, did your Mm -hmm. parents ever do that thing with your gloves where they attach them by elastic and they thread them through your coat so that you don't lose your gloves? No. Just me? Just just me? I'm sure that's something that happens. I mean... I know that you drop things a lot. Yeah, exactly. Other- but that's like a thing that people do for kids. What? Sure. They're like, they're, they sew a piece of elastic. No, what, where the wing, are you the even wingspa-
2: going with this? The
0: wing, what I'm saying is the wingspan mm-hmm. of a human, of right. a child, yeah. they get that length the of elastic. <laughs> yeah, arms span, I guess. We right. don't have wings, do we? We've got arms. Unless you've been drinking Red Bull, which sponsors this week's episode. Now. Um, so basically, m- like when I was a kid, my mum would... Uh, yeah, sew in to my gloves a piece of elastic, so and then thread it through my coat, so that if I dropped my gloves, it like they just would dangle there. What I think they should do is they should um, make a guitar strap with a retractable dangly bit where your flashlight can go so that if you need to mess around with your pedals it's just right. there attached to your guitar strap by mm. a dangly bit
1: okay uh, i prefer joe's idea of velcroing it to your pedal board yeah yeah and it, i think i might actually do that you'll, you'll lose it if it's,
0: matt if it's not elasticated to you you'll lose it
1: yeah well in my house where
0: i don't take where i don't <laughs> go anywhere yeah okay Could maybe happen, you won't right? lose it okay fair enough
2: well, none of this, like a, a, a super cool little addition, I thought, and a lovely thing to to get sent through. But they also sent us through one of their uh, one of the new Copper Sound pedals, um, Loma Prieta. Loma sure. Prieta. Sure, let's go with that. Go yeah, how do, you, how do you want me to say that? Loma Prieta. Yeah, Loma Prieta, which um, which is their their new harmonic tremolo, um, which <laughs> they sent through. So we've uh, we've had a, a bit of a butcher's at that to them. We love a good tremolo. We um, were massive fans recently of um, the Zeppelin Design Labs. Yeah. Um, what was it actually of... called? I've completely forgotten what it was called now. Um, but yeah, sure. Zeppelin Design, something I'll look it up. Zeppelin Design Labs was the. Was the Quaverato. Quaverato. Yeah, like the crisps. Yeah. Very good trend. Like <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, this, this is very much <laughs> on a similar vibe in that it's, you know, it's kind of like. Nice kind of like harmonic trim. Um, and well, it's a double foot pedal with a tap tempo, which makes it the same as as this has got the grit control, right?
1: It does, inbuilt feedback distortion,
2: it does, and it sounds pretty good. It's like a solid. Kind of, I wouldn't use this as a standalone drive. Let's put it that way. But yeah. it does kind of like add some character to the pedal. Personally, though, when we were playing it, I actually preferred when that was pretty much all the way off, and the trend kind of really shone from there. Yeah. I, I liked it when it was on a touch. I thought it certainly added something to it. Now there are there are presets. There are shiftable presets as to the type of tremolo you're you're running anyway. So they do like a um, uh, there's the there's just the standard setting, and then there's like you can have it set on tap tempo, you can have it set on lo-fi, you can have it set on distortion. And I thought when the distortion function was on, it the grit control kind of worked a bit better because it didn't sound as much sort of in the middle of nowhere. The yeah. whole all all your tremolo details and stuff were all sort of a bit a
1: bit fuzzy. I guess the other advantage is you get a perceived volume drop when you use tremolo because you're going obviously up and down in volume. So a lot of yeah. people are like, oh, I haven't got enough, you know, I'm losing signal every time I get it up, put it on. So it's like, you know, having the grit control on there can, you know, boost up a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I didn't realise that the second switch, the tap tempo it can also be used as a momentary as well. Oh, nice. Oh,
0: that's good. That because I asked that question and you said and no. I said, Don't no. be stupid. Yeah. Who on earth would ever need that feature? You that's, idiot, that's Jay. Not,
2: not what I said. But it also has. Uh, you can also shift between all the all the wave shapes as well, which is really cool. And then there's um, the you can have it either set as standard or as a harmonic tremolo itself via a little flick switch on the top. So it's a super. It's kind of a Swiss Army knife tremolo. I've I've never been that um fay with all the different types of tremolo. I know that the ones on a Vox are the ones I like the sound of. Okay, on a what sort of Vox? Oh, like on an AC15. It's oh, like so. a bias tremolo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> he doesn't know if that's right or not.
1: <laughs> so that that's there's you know that's the one where it's physically pushing and pulling volume power from the valves basically yeah. Right. or you can have like a normal trem like a TR2 which is like up and down in volume okay or a harmonic trem which what's is, a harmonic trem I think harmonic trem pulls a little bit more of the um, pitch into it as well
0: harmonic trem is more to do with the um, the swapping of frequencies so it pulls the lows down and pushes the highs up and the lows, the highs down and lows up. Generally, I think the, the effect that I tend to find comes out of that
2: is that, yeah, you get that kind of almost like pitch modulation uh, as, v- well, v- yeah. as well. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, exactly. Much more like vibrato. Right. Um, that's my favorite. And that's why I like the quaverato. Yes. Cause that very much had that sound. And so does this, this sounded pretty nice as well. Like I said, I, I preferred it with the grit sounds off. Actually, I prefer a kind of cleaner trem. Mm. Um, but yeah, both, you know, definitely uh, definitely up there would be worth comparing to Quaverotto as well. Yeah. I put on a band called Loma Prieta
0: once it's or a, twice. It was a, um, earthquake an earthquake
2: in yeah. California.
0: Yeah. Do you know where, where it was based? No. Uh, Loma Prieta. Ah, yes. right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I put on this band, Loma Prieta, uh, uh-huh. once or twice or three times. Couple times. Did they all use this pedal? They did. Yes. Yeah. 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 In fact, they didn't use anything else. Oh. It was just this that.
2: This is actually a signature model.
0: Yes. Only one person could listen at any one time because all of the pedals were plugged into uh, one headphone amp. Right. So you had to take it in turns.
2: What they actually did was they had all. They had two of these. Each. All right. All right. This has got no. It's, it's got. They had two it's of gone. these each, now and it's they gone. set them You're in done. perfect opposite for the trim. so it actually just sounded you just like just heard nothing a clean oh, no no just it was totally <laughs> flat it was like like the pedals weren't on because they were counteracting each Fantastic. other uh, yeah That's good bad great, band. Band. Of band. Of great. uh That's brilliant gag guys really good we've done well we're good done. Uh, good hardcore life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry
0: Band. Very good. Wonderful. And okay.
2: right. Right. We're gonna do some news hardcore. News.
1: news. 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 news.
2: <laughs> so first up, Matt Knight. Talk to me about Friedman, everyone's favourite amp company. On the phone?
1: (laughs) Wait a second. Second favourite amp company. Um, Yeah, Friedman have um, obviously been making some fantastic amps for a lot of fantastic players. But the big problem that most people have had is they are too big. Um, they are usually 100 watts, and most people can't gig or perform with such amp. So um, one of their most popular ones, which is the JJ100, which is the Jerry Cantrell Signature, um, they have finally moved it down into a mini version, the JJ20, or the JJ um, which is effectively the same two-channel EL-powered amplifier um but maxes out at 20 watts how fantastic yeah so you get everything from like a kind of really they put like an ac-30 style clean up to much more of that sort of complex harmonic uh distortion like um like marshall um but what you've also got is you've got a built-in load box so you can use an xlr straight out for recording Oh, so they've uh, included the load box that they've just marketed as a separate piece as well uh, n- no, because the one that they just, the mic no more, is actually a speaker through, which takes a, a tap out. Um, so you still have to go into a speaker. It's not a load right, box, where this one has a full load box in it. Um, they actually did show this very briefly at NAMM, um, and it's very, very cool. Um, they're not much bigger. I guess, I guess they're the same size as... hmm. I'm trying to think what else. the are they... They're kind of like the width of a blues junior, I guess. Not much bigger than that. They're pretty small, um, and they're actually doing a combo version as well, which is quite cool. It's a one by twelve combo. Ooh, that is exciting. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think the, the main thing with this is it's designed to take pedals really well because Jerry Cantrell uses a lot of pedals. Um, it's got a really transparent buffered effects loop, so you can use um, all your sort of modulation and delay-based effects. Um, but you've got a really sort of rocking game channel on there as well. So I think if you want something that's kind of got that sort of really fat distortion sound but cleans up really well, this is actually a really good choice. Um I can't see anything on a price. No, but I, I can't I, find I did anything ask on a it, price either. I did ask at Nam, and they said it would be about €1,800. Euros. Oh, blimey. So it's still sort of like the top top end of it's, kind it's, of... For the but head again, or for the combo? For the head. Okay. Oh, crikey. Well, But then again, if you think the JJ100... I mean that's like three thousand three hundred. Oh, yeah, I think I mean, that's, that's, that's so
2: a lot. So I yeah. mean, free are still a super boutique company. Yeah, yeah, They've of They've become such a household name that you sort of, well, I, I sort of forget sometimes when you then see the price point. It's like, oh, Christ, that's still a, that's still a massive chunk of money. And especially when it's like, when, I, when you talk about mini size twenty watt heads or one twelve combos, I, I want that to be affordable because that's being
1: used. You, for you want to pay. Shows. You want
2: to pay for 383
0: pounds or, or whatever those, the uh, tiny terror used to cost. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think this is the thing. I think, you know, they're bringing you see every time I see like a Friedman like a full size one, they're always in like some pro rack and they're going out with, you know, this obviously they've got the butt slacks, which is the Mastodon one. You're like, "Yeah, amazing. You know, what's his name? Chris Shiflett's got 9 for Foo Fighters." And you're like, "Oh, amazing. Yeah, never no. going to play one. They're too expensive." Um what? Nine. nine.
0: Oh. 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 Nine. You, um, sorry, I sl- thought you slipped into German for a sec.
1: <laughs> God, what's with the terrible jokes? Um, Have you been on this podcast so, yeah, before? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, not like Anyway, everything <laughs> I've <laughs> oh, <gosh>. nine more. <laughs> <That's what? bad. laughs> oh, fair enough. So anyway, that's the JJ Jr. Um I think I think this this could be a real winner if you want something that does a lot of drive and has a really good clean channel on it. Um for actually sub two thousand that's not kind of like a boogie is the only thing I'm thinking that's similar to that. Like Well it's the, boogie pricing. No, well it is. is, is it? If well, am the, I, just, the, am the, I just getting the wrong no, end of the, the stick? The Mini 25, what's the new Mark V twenty five? 25, is a, around the same price, if not a little bit more? Right. Um, yeah, but, but that, that two feels. Grand, it's like that a feels to, reasonable price. That
0: feels to me like what they're doing here, because you know, if you want a top end boogie, if you want a Mark V, or if you want a dual wreck, or a or whatever, you want something like that, it's going to be three grand or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you're right. You know, and the, my, um, boogie do that stuff that's cut down. They do the Mark V twenty five, 25, for example, which yeah. has always been kind of the. The uh, the but budget's not the right word, but kind of like slim down version, and that that feels like what Friedman are doing. You know, if you want the big proper stuff, you can get it, but if you want something that's smaller and yeah, you know, cheap um, is not maybe not the right word, but no. like you know, yeah,
2: I guess not as expensive. A well, what do you think? But, what do you think is the right price to pay for a, a you know fifty p a,
1: a decent <laughs> twenty watt amp head mat night? I mean, I would have said somewhere between twelve and sixteen hundred. Fair enough. Fair enough, Jake. But depending on what you want, I mean, but bear in mind, Friedman do actually make amps that are twelve hundred pounds in the head form. They obviously make the dirty shirley mini oh, and the runt twenty, which is actually the runt twenty comes out twenty four nine two channel. Um but this one's a little bit more complex, I guess you would say. Yeah. But the full size one I've just checked is three five nine nine. Ouch. So, kind of, it'll probably, if I mean, if the pricing from Nam is the same, it will come in about half price. Blimey, blimey, Mark Packham. Hello there. Um,
2: talk to me about Keeley. Keeley have got some new stuff, but they've got one new stuff. Yes, <laughs> this is the pedal that I'm about to talk about. The DDR, the Drive Delay Reverb. Um, the idea behind this brand new pedal from Keeley. Uh, it's a double foot switched stomp box um, that is kind of purporting to be your go-to box for any gig. So DDR stands for Drive Delay Reverb. The plan... DDR? Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. Deutschland Democratic Republic. Yeah, the Dance Dance Revolution. It's
0: no, named after East Germany. Of, of the
2: uh, it's, There was a lot of DDR going on there. There was a lot of Dance Dance Revolution. In East Germany? Yeah, that's how the wall came down. They had a big Dance <laughs> Dance Revolution and then... It- <laughs> So this uh, does That's it have not what e- I was expecting right. So it's so it's a uh, drive delay so, and reverb. So does it does it have an effects DDR, loop? DDR <laughs> drive <laughs> delay. <laughs> Joe and trying reverse. to like steer this into it. Um, a... <laughs> um, it does not have an effects loop. <laughs> it is just but then it's drive co- delay and reverb. But what about the space for modulation that comes so so in between the no needs that. and
1: <laughs> I don't know if you heard me, but it... Mark Mark Packham, I need to correct you. It does have an oh, effects loop. Oh, does it? Loop. Okay. I... Yes, it has a uh, an insert channel. Yes. So it has one stereo jack on the side. You can, go, you can go TRS to double, uh, dual mono jack, yep. and it will sit in between the drive. Wonderful, so this and
2: actually the... is a complete solution then. Yeah,
1: so you can, uh, as Matt says, there
2: is an effect, so I'm just reading it now, um, and yes, you can put anything else in the chain. But as far as I understand, you can't use the delay and reverb together. Um, oh, well, it's a toggle. You're, yeah. You're, you're switching between. Right, so you've always got the drive, which is which is on a blend, which is quite oh no the blends on the delay so the drive yeah. is just a simple drive level and tone exactly three yeah three controls for that and there's also two styles uh for the drive as well you get um what do they call is it gonna them? be like flat and then mid scoop crunch or lead oh, uh, okay, crunch fine. gives you a, a gritty british tube combo sound lead style gives you warm and dark mid pushed overdrive um and then on the uh, other side yeah you've got uh either delay or reverb uh and you've got uh blend to blend it in a decay and then a time and then you've got two voicings on those as well vintage or modern um so it's essentially yeah you've got what they're calling the drive channel and then the wet channel which is your uh delay or reverb um and yeah as matt said there is an effects loop on there as well they are 179 dollars which seems affordable that's very affordable when you consider you're getting three effects for the price of one and it's going to be to sort of the extreme high quality that comes out of uh you know, totally Keely. um and they're available now
0: well they went on sale five days ago which if uh Achilles back catalog is anything to go for it will in fact it is out of stock right so yeah i was just about to make a joke saying that they haven't been on sale for five minutes are probably already sold out and they actually have everyone absolutely I, loves this, everything the that that stuff's man great the stuff's all great
1: it's, it's so funny, though, because I remember, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, they were like a pedal mod company. Yeah, yeah. And like it's in, in the last sort of decade, they've just been like absolutely knocking it out of the park. Like every pedal is just brilliant. And they've really kind of mastered this like multi-pedal, as it were. Because they had the Monterey, which was the fuzz and modulation. They had the Luma, which was that sort of shoegazy, fuzz, reverb. Yep. Um, I think it's just loads of like great pedals in one for perfect small pedalboards. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's what even I really thought about
2: that it. that synth one was such an incredible take on a synth pedal. It was such a, um, it it was it it made everything actually sound like a synthesizer rather than a guitar doing a sort of synth effect.
1: You know, it was funny because I've I'm borrowing that at the moment. The first time I plugged it in, I was like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty synthy." Sort of left it to one side, and I was like, "Ah!" I ended up um, bidding on something on eBay and then winning it with um, without realizing. And I bought an old Electromonics Microsynth, (laughs) (laughs) and I bought an Electromonics Microsynth. And I actually went, "Do you know what? I I think the, the Synth One sounds better, and it's more compact." Really? And just, well, I mean yeah, you're talking about the
2: Well I'm not sure if the, the micro the electroharmonics microsynth isn't a synth pedal, it's just a drive. It's just like a gated a heavily gated
1: drive. Well, no, it's got it's got square wave and it's got an octava in it. Um but the synth one just seems to have a little bit more I think it's just it's just a little bit more instantly fun. I think if you you know, the electroharmonics one and I think it's just you've got to dial it in a little bit. The other problem is I forget how breaky the old big box sheet metal boxes can be yeah. if you step on them slightly too hard. Oh, um, <laughs> I was
2: in a, I was in Brighton Electric Studio um, again uh, the other the other night. And um, they they're using a Electro Harmonix microsynth as a doorstop in the uh, <laughs> one of the big old one of the big old sheet ones. That's fantastic. It's uh, it's, uh, it's being used as the as the doorstop to keep airflow in the uh, in the back room. Great, nice. fine, that's perfect. really funny. Probably all it yeah. actually can do these days. Yeah. <laughs> probably the best use for it. Yeah.
0: Um, sorry to go back to Keely, but I was just having a look on their website, yeah, and I noticed that the 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 caverns. Is currently on sale. They've got it on sale.
2: What's the caverns? Which it's the delay. The they're
0: really expand. I mean, it's the delay reverb. It's a fantastic name because it's like proper onomat onomatopoeic onomat. It's very onomatopoeic. The 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 sound of the word. Maybe that's not the right thing. It's very descriptive though. Caverns because it's delay it's and cavernous in it. It's cavernous. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. How did we yeah. get here? Um, it's on sale on the uh, Keely website. It's on sale. So it's fantastic. It really, really quality pedal. Um, on sale from $249 down to $179 out of stock. Oh. <laughs> <It's> just, like, <laughs> just don't put them on sale. If they sell out like that, just don't put them on you sale. Know, they
2: released three new pedals at, at Nam, which was they released the Synth 1 and a couple of others. And I got in touch with them. I was like, you know, would would you have any demo pieces you could send us for the Gear of the Year review? And they were like, we can send you the synth one, but we've sold out of everything else, so we don't have it. It's mad. It's mad. And like, but it's all...
0: Because they did the same thing. They did those... um, What did they call them? They're like budget pedals. Not budget pedals, but they these ones, the... The X, the X series. Yeah, series, yeah, 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 and they only made like twenty of each. Yeah, and they were like I'm sure, 40 it was more than twenty. Th-
1: there wasn't. No, they weren't. Right. It was like twenty. It was like 20-25 of each. They're basically a stripped-back version. Oh yeah, of no, the... I remember. Yeah, I do remember. Oh,
0: in fact, these are in stock. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> uh,
2: there we go. J Cross, tell me about rushing for gold. Joe Perry. Has released a new uh, Les Paul. Which one is Joe Perry?
1: He's the singer of Journey. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one with the moustache, the really strange moustache. Joe's googling this frantically now to see. Joe Perry is in Aerosmith. He's in Aerosmith. Oh, he's you the idiot! Aerosmith. One. Stupid idiot. As a, who? Right.
0: What? Who are you? I don't who know. are you getting him confused with? All Linda all Perry of from of <laughs> Blondes*.
2: <laughs> Like all of those sort of hairy people, they all, all go into one for me. Like, um, like that dude who was in um, John Bovi and uh, the, uh, the John oh Bon Jovi. John, <laughs> John, Bo- John Bovi. <laughs> <John Bovee. laughs> I was like, is this some like weird blues band I've ever heard? From? No, John Bovi. Phil Phil is, X. No, no, the guy before Phil X, the guy who I met. You I mean, met Phil X. Drunk. I've met Phil You've X, met yeah. Phil X. I've played with Phil X. Yeah. But I met the guy before. <laughs> Richie met, Sambora. Richie Sambora. Yeah. You know, him and he's very Joe si- Perry. I would say and, that he's quite similar to Joe Perry, yeah, in they, the fairness to they, Branton. They all sort of, you know, all of those guys are all kind of one thing to me. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Now that we've um, alienated the other 50% of the audience, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Perry has released a new Gibson Les Paul. Uh, it's He was born in 1950. Okay, that makes him
2: sixty nine, dude. His name's not even Joe; it's Anthony. Anthony Perry. What's yeah. your real name? Hmm. You're not Joe either. Yes, I am. I. Yeah. Oh, sure. I always thought you weren't. No. Oh, sure. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. I'm not giving uh, people my real name. Okay. Uh, Tony Perry is a much better name. Tony a much Perry. more rock and roll name, I would say, T-Pez. <laughs> than, than Joe Perry. Uh. Anyway, Joe Perry has released a new Les Paul. It is gold top. No scratch plate, and a Floyd Rose, Ugh, and that, it's that was access. almost good, and Ugh. it's like an access, so and it's is, and it's like a bit reliced as well. So a- can I what does um,
2: access mean access means that it's thinner and that it has the contoured heel. It means it's got the contoured yeah. heel, yeah, right.
1: You know what? I've played this. Have you? Yes, because when I went to Nashville in 2015, it was hanging in their office when i went for a trip with work it was it, this guitar has been in the works for ages right okay well um cuz i remember seeing it and it was proto it was it was signed by jerry perry and it had prototype 1 written on the back of it and i tell you what it was wicked it was such a great guitar to play the
2: uh, the relicking actually looks excellent which is not often something you say about gibson relic jobs
0: not since um tom Mur- tom murphy was the geezer who did all the really amazing aging
2: he still Is does. he still
0: there? Yeah, he doesn't.
1: Act, I think he he doesn't actually work for Gibson. Right. Okay. He's like freelance car like free but they send stuff to him and he <laughs> he relics it outside he of the. He just drags it along the on the office. back of
2: his pickup and then gives it back to them.
1: He signs every one. He does, Yeah. A secret TM. He does. A yeah. Secret every, TM. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know
2: what? Where does he on the, the, the,
1: body, the body?
0: But it's like it's on it's the body. it's not a signature. It's a it's like a type of lacquer cracking. It's really like just yeah really like a compass out of his like pencil case and scratches it in that's right yeah
2: oh that's so cool it it
0: like when i I, because i remember matty telling me that he signs each one and i was like that is outrageous that That is is, amazing that is outrageously disgusting that he does that and then i saw it and i thought actually no that looks that looks amazing it's really subtle so it's different it's every everyone well it is but it's done with the lacquer checking and so it's, it's oh my it's, goodness it's, it's, it's
1: always in the same place right. but you would have to know what you were oh, looking for but it's a, but it, oh that is wonderful I love that but it's that. a good way it's a good way of confirming it that is it's what his, it
2: is it is one of his confirming whether you have a Tim or not Tom Tim oh, oh right Tim
0: uh, but yeah the um, the problem for me on this is uh, 498T in the bridge which is a pickup I've never really liked
2: oh. I'm, I'm down with that the only thing that I don't like about this I would even play it with the like access heel and stuff I don't care about that the trim, it's the Floyd. Just,
0: it's it's oh. not a Floyd. It's a Wilkinson. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. A yeah
1: it's trim. Now I'm in. No, I'm in. yeah. No, sorry, I'm my in. bad. It, well, it's not a Floyd.
0: In. It's is. Uh, I thought it was a. Floyd. Yeah, no, it's a Wilkinson it's it's trim. Um, Big old chunky neck as well,
2: 59 neck, which is yeah. unusual
0: for a guitar with a contoured heel. Every, I'm, into, I'm into
2: everything about this. Single pickup, gold top's cool. Yeah. I like when Les Pauls have only got two controls yep. in that kind of like diagonal from the pickup thing. Just get rid of the trem. It's awful. How much is this? Um, it de- cheap. It depends uh, on what you want.
0: Right. Uh, there are 25. Well, I want the Joe Perry one. Okay. Uh, there are 25 signed and 125 non signed. Right. Did and he and, get sore wrists? Yes. Yeah. I could only do 25 of them. Uh, spent the rest of the time on the tram uh, and uh, it just says four two nine nine, right? So okay, cool. I assume the signed ones are probably four two
2: nine nine nine. Funnily enough, for substantially less money, a uh, a guitar brand we were talking about last week, Forty Second Street Guitars, actually do a single. Uh, humbucker in the bridge gold top really hardtail Les Paul we, we were yeah. talking
1: about them today weren't it's we my, it's my dream guitar oh, yeah so, so good Paul, I, um, custom shop Les Paul with one I one yeah. actually
2: I messaged them uh, the other day I can't remember the, the, the woman who runs it Angela she used to she's called like Guitar Angel I think she used to have a uh, like a relicking and repairs business before she did this but right. uh, but yeah oh, the more I look at 42nd Street Guitars the more I'm like man I might have to get one of these these are great you posted us uh, well yeah week to one. We um we were talking about it in our kind of private group um, about Forty uh, Second Street <laughs> guitars uh, because one a really good one came up on Reverb. It's just it was just a Les Paul Junior basically, but it looked mega. But what I was going to say is I saw one of um Forty Second Street's guitars in the flesh uh, when I was in a shop in Bath uh, the other day, vintage and rare in Bath. They had a, like a thin line telly, like a bound thin line telly. In fact, I think we even talked about that guitar when we talked about these guitars on the podcast. Um, and I didn't get a chance to like take it down and play it, but the overall build quality looked fantastic just from it hanging up. And um, yeah, I'm totally sold. I think and that uh, Les Paul Jr. that's on Reverb is like not a lot of money at all. It's like 800 quid or something. Yeah, yeah, 895. Eight, um, yeah, and... Uh, Yeah, it's kind of tempting. Like, really nice relic on it. Looks really well built. Um, Obviously, can't speak to how it sounds. But for, like, sub 900 quid, um, for a British built, like, spot on Les Paul Jr., that seems like a very good deal indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, their um, their single uh, pickup, Les Paul, is, again, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Le Capitan, uh, which looks absolutely incredible. Wonderful. Pretty much, looks-wise, Exactly that Joe Pro guitar, but without the stupid trim on it. Yeah, so I'm into yeah. it. What what a cool guitar? Speaking of single cuts, let me deftly segue into talking about um, the brand new Shergo Provocateurs. Now, these were actually announced um, at uh, what what were they announced at? Birmingham Guitar Birmingham Show. Birmingham Guitar Show. In they February. were announced there in February. So we did speak about them on the podcast back then, but they have sort of finally got round to actually putting out a proper press release i don't understand why Um uh, you know now but but you know it's worth sort of going over them again now that we've got more than just sort of a couple of pictures from the website so this is the this is the second body shape from the the reimagination of shergold uh from patrick james eggle after the first one which was the ma- masquerader ma- masquerader i always say marauder but no, it's it a that's, different that's, guitar. That is a different guitar. The Masquerader, which was very cool, but the uh, um, the Masquerader was obviously an old Shergold shape, which this one possibly is as well. I actually, haven't checked whether or not it is. But this is kind of a single cut. It still has a beveled edge, which was um, which which kind of gives it its its own unique look and a and a kind of diagonal swooping, very seventies esque, oversized scratch plate that covers up both horns but this one unlike the uh, the previous model is available in just two pickup configurations and they are different again from the uh, from the masquerader so you can get a, a, a p90 uh, in the neck with a humbucker in the bridge or you can get a pair of uh, humbuckers so the the double humbucker um, model features two uh, Seymour Duncan um, 59. Humbuckers, whereas you get a Pearly Gates in the bridge and a Seymour Duncan P90. It doesn't specify what P90 in the uh, um, in the neck on the other one. I I think these look great. Great finishes. They come in in a lovely sort of mahogany through finish, a, a nice vintage white and a kind of... Um, it's Lake Placid Blue, yeah, basically. Yeah, sort of. It's kind of a, a dull Lake Placid Blue. Like, gorgeous finishes. Again, they've gone with the... The cool thing about the Shergolds was, was always the neck. Obviously, on the masqueraders, you've got that lovely one-piece rosewood neck uh, with the hand... Uh, laid aluminium markers. What are the necks on markers. these? Do now, it's, it's ebony necks, and I think it's... Uh, Wait, ebony boards. Ebony board, and I think a, a maple neck on these, I think, is the dealio. But it's definitely something less... Um, less troublesome than a one-piece race with neck, sure. which, which is a shame because I did think that was like my favourite thing about. Oh, no, they the, felt uh, amazing, but obviously you know, SITs yeah. and all the uh, regulation of around course. that. And made these a bit still look fans, cool. fantastic, and the aluminium lo- th- those line inlays are just what a touch. They look gorgeous. The logo on the stamp logo on the headstock. I love the way the headstock kind of leans back because it's a three a side. It leans back, but not at a weird angle like a, yep. a Gibson. Oh, I just, I really like these. These look like a properly great guitar. And on the, uh, on the showgirl website, the, uh, all the, um, artist shots or sort of the press shots for this guitar with, uh, with Ansar you from afar. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Uh, both of the, both of oh, cool. the guys from, from Anso Wachey from afar playing them. So, uh. Yeah, wicked, wicked Just bands. On that them. colour, I know I said Lake Placid Blue, it's actually solid battleship grey. Yes, that was a color that they had in the masqueraders. I think fantastic. it looks fantastic. It, it looks really really nice. They've that a good they've colour. mixed it up with a sort of parchment uh, plate on this one whereas I think that color was available on the Masquerader but I think with an aluminium plate yeah. or something something like that which I think made the color look a, a bit different. I'm really into it. It's definitely my favourite finish in the range, but great guitars, they're less than 900 pounds. They're quite um, a lot less. The, so the P90 and humbucker one is 829, and the double humbuck is uh, 809. Yeah, wow. Oh, right. That, I mean, they're super affordable, and you know they're really well put together because we know that it's Patrick Eggle putting these guitars together, and, like, just a fantastic... You know, just from head to toe, from start to finish, everything about them. Attention to detail. They look gorgeous. It's conventional and classic. It looks retro, but with enough sort of modern sensibilities to please everyone. And it looks different enough that if you're looking for something with a bit of an edge, if you don't just want another sort of Les or Les Junior or uh, something. It's mahogany neck. It's a mahogany neck. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Oh, right. Even wow. better. Okay. That's, cool. that's yeah. what I want. Even better. If you, you know, if someone was looking at a Les studio or something and wanted something a bit different, these would be an ideal... Uh, kind of alternative they remind me of the Sonics yeah totally in in kind of like the look yeah or the Gibson I want to say Marauder That's not right, is it? Gibson Sonics is what you're... The Sonics, yeah, but there's the other one as well. Yeah, Marauder. Gibson Marauder. See, I knew that, which is why I mentioned them earlier. They they very much look like those kind of weird 70s and early 80s Gibson guitars. Yeah. Um, And yeah, they're cool. Again, you know, for someone who's looking like at Les Paul Studio or one of the lower end new Gibson models, this would make a nice alternative. Yes, very cool indeed. Anyway, that uh, that pretty much brings us up to time uh, for uh, this week's podcast. We're gonna go continue over on the uh, the Patreon episode of the podcast, where we've got a little bit more news to do, and then we'll you know we'll we'll chat about some other guff as well, no doubt. Was, I'll undersell it. Well, no, it's gonna be very good. I don't know. We're what talking we... about we're talking about the top ten most iconic telecasters of all time. Yeah, we are gonna talk about the top ten most iconic telecasters of all time. I also want uh, to talk player about player telly, <laughs> uh thin line telly, uh custom shop <laughs> custom telly. shop telly. You know, I don't I don't think we're gonna get time telly to talk Deluxe, about it on uh, on this week's Patreon. Avril episode. Levine Telecaster. No no no, no that, that don't was, be too specific. That, no, the, the Avril Levine one did get an honorable um, mention actually. Um, black God telly, telly that's no, five no. that's all of them but uh yeah i was um i don't think we'll get time to talk about it on this week's patreon but <laughs> but i've been uh getting really into like soviet era guitars and the history behind all of that at the moment oh very cool you know that fellow at the fender custom shops responsible for a lot of the early soviet guitars Do you know that Yuri Shishkov. Yeah, really. Yeah, it, how random is that? That's like, very interesting. Yeah, when you sense? say, I mean,
0: he, when you say Soviet era,
2: yeah, what does that mean? That means that they they were um, they when, were made in Russia.
0: Yeah, or in the Soviet. Okay.
2: Yeah. So the 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 gist is because. Uh, because it was the soviet union at at the time when electric guitars were starting were starting to be produced over there yeah. they were obviously state funded right, organizations okay. so so the um the places making the guitars they weren't just making guitars they would be servicing electronics for the nation so parts were being used for everything from you know kitchen appliances to guitars and often if a if a part ran out they would have to make do which is why there was never any any solid sort of single standard line in a lot of the early Soviet guitars. They were just trying to work out how to do stuff. And oh, it's, it's really interesting to see how these people had to sort of teach themselves, you know, how to make that, guitars from a real position that, of
1: scratch. <clears throat> that's the genius thing about Yuri Shishkov is that he taught himself from illegally imported guitar magazines. He built his first guitar based off a picture of Eric Clapton playing a so
2: amazing. <laughs> Let's say so this. Amazing. We'll do a Patreon special on this because I think that actually does sound cool. For yeah, once, cool. something you've suggested sounds actually oh, interesting. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. That's, uh, that's very lovely. Anyway, um, yes, we're going to go over and do that. So uh, if you want to join us on the Patreon, uh, you can for as little as $1 a month. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early. $5 a month um, gets you all of that, plus you get access to our Patreon special episodes, and ten dollars a month um, makes you one of our executive producers and gets your name read out in one breath by me. We've had a whopping additional four ten tier backers, yes, this week. So I'm going to be very close to uh, to sort of not being able to 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 say this. Jay, what are you doing? Give me what your you- beer that's got beer in it. Oh right, you want to blow sounds? Are you, you gonna? I see. I okay. was wondering why you're collecting up the beer bottles. And now I see (coughs) you're going to make it stop. All right, here we are. That's great. I don't have to do anything. I'm off. See ya. Jim Wilters, Keith Adams, Steve Ferguson, Eric Field, Christopher Franklin, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Aaron Joyce, Chris, Jack Cutmore, Rob Cousins, Rob Cools, Scott, I want to Robert on Ernie Cooper, Ross Edwards, Nate Nagel, Stephen Hans, Rob Grant, Matt Roberts, Stanley, Emily James, Baker, Juan Correa, Aaron Summer, Blake Wiley, Andrew Cody, Jamie Kemp, Jim, Graham, Metallomy, Martin Cliffs, Scott Kennedy, Christopher, Lossett, Hans,
0: Robert Phil, Tariq Rich, Chris Connors, Rob Norley, Duncan Watson, Ed Monday, Steve Mike, DJ MacToss, Michael McRae, Carlos Munce, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Brad Arms, Scott O'Brien, Laurie Answers, Paul
2: Goring, and Will Graham. Mugra, Phil Thompson, Adrian Day, Ken says Matthew King, Scott Kane, Sean Arbo, Christopher Wall, Matt Thompson. I was kind of wondering who was going to run out of breath first.
1: It was Joe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's getting tougher, isn't it? Four yeah, it new is people. It's getting tougher. That was close. That was close. Anyway, um, you can, of course, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at guitar nerds. Join us on Facebook at the. Uh, what is the Facebook? Facebook.com forward <laughs> slash tome slash guitar nerds forum. forum. Uh, or, or, you know, check group. us out on YouTube by just searching guitar nerds or. Going to Gitana's videos. I'm really you can just go to, to youtube.com forward slash Gitana underscore yeah, sure. vision. Why not? Anyway, um, we'll see everyone on the bakery later on.
1: Farewell. Bye. <laughs> Give them a gift they'll never forget, because they'll still have it years later. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. Because a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. So be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Code GRATEFULAG23